I just want to start from the outset to say that any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, was that, buddy? something special! You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Oh. Supercoach 360! The best way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people... Who actually just do it. it! Makes it a little ordinary life feel a little bit better for that man. Makes it Supercoach360 podcast. G'day, how you doing? Welcome to Supercoach360. Thank you for joining us for another episode where we talk all things NRL Supercoach. Um... I am joined, of course, by my faithful companions. How are you doing, Con? Good, good, buddy. How are you? Yeah, mate. Very, very well. Uh, have you made yourself a Supercoach squad yet? Oh, not really. I've just, from when the team picker allows you to pick it early, that's just reverted to my team now, and I haven't changed it since. Yeah, it's you're still just toying around, having a look around. What are you waiting on? No, honestly, I haven't really been paying too much attention to my team. I've just been looking at stuff for this, the pod. So, yeah, I'll focus on my team in a couple of weeks. Once yeah. it's a bit closer. What's it, once we once we get some trials, once we get some football? Yeah, absolutely, that's it. Once a bit more info's there available. Yeah, good news. Football is finally back. Well, in dribs and drabs, as it does every year, we've got uh, the Indigenous All-Stars this weekend, and we've got uh, one of our first trial matches, Brisbane Broncos against the uh, traditional Manly Wynnum Seagulls. Wynnum Manly. Wynnum Manly, my bad. That's right. Have you never been? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's fucking there. Like, it's right there. To be honest, I was actually, I think I was around the corner from there. Oh, I was up on the Gold Coast recently for a holiday, and I don't think I made it quite that far. Spewing. Spewing, yeah. There's a nice train station. Anyway. But yeah, it'll be a nice little warm-up for the Broncos. Yeah, that's it. And, and I mean, I do believe it's televised, so it's just good to get a couple of games. Yeah, back. absolutely. Plus the women's all-star game as well. That's before it. Before the male. So, yeah, it's going to be a good Saturday night. Are these all, like, free to air or are they only on Fox? I'm going to say they uh, the trial The trials themselves will only be on Foxtel, but I'd say the all-star games will be free to air, surely. Yeah, yeah I, I believe so. Channel 9 have to be all over that. So, I'm excited. Little yeah, bit. good time of year. Yeah, bit of footy. Here we go. It's all about to begin. You know, we've got full uh, we'll trials start next weekend, and then it's, you know, it's 30 days from today when we go live at no, Tuesdays oh, on Facebook. Oh, my bad. Um, yeah, keep going. Oh, <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah, well, Take the ball, bro. Uh, well, I didn't fuck yeah, up. What's on today's agenda, Birds? Well, I'll talk about my team. Um, I found three players, fully crueled the rest of my team. Uh, not a fan of it. Um, I ended up getting Cookie, and I, I've heard things about Kobe Heverington maybe getting a spot um, at Hooker, so we'll have to see what goes on there. If he gets it, I'm... Uh, I mean, at lock. So he'll be a good little hooker cheapy. 
uh, if you want to go antipod the um, Randall, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So he, he, or go to. Yeah, or you could easily go the two. Like I'll give you Nath money if he starts the season, or Tommy money if you want it. Well, it's worked before the two cheapies. Um, in the past, I think Arpy was around three hundred odd thousand a few years back, and someone else. Brayley. Yeah, cheap as well. And if you got on both, you were cheering. Both scored mad points and came through with the goods. And you could upgrade anywhere you wanted within a couple of weeks. So it's a matter of snagging them. Yeah, snagging them good ones and. If he gets 60 minutes at lock, man, that's a pretty good spot to have. Um, I don't mind you. I, I put young Maney. Where are you hearing these rumours? Where are they coming from? Facebook. They're all full of <laughs> shit. Like, you, don't, you, you don't know. Like, someone's seen him at training. Right, but there's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Someone's got to train there in case Carrigan goes down as well. You yeah. Know? Like, there's probably three blokes training, four blokes training at lock if we be real. Um, but someone's obviously seen him doing it at training and... <laughs> Which is a good sign because, you know, like there are injuries in the game and at any stage he could come in and take take the role. He played well there when he given the opportunity last year, I think. Um, anyway, uh, and then I ended up looking at Jai Arrow. Uh, he's still a duel, which is sort of in his favour. And you'd have to think now with um, some changes at South's new coach, maybe he's looking at getting maybe a starter. I'm not. I, I can't pencil him in that he will or he won't. Like he's let everyone down before, <laughs> but um, he also does go on that run, the tearaway. And if he if he was to quickly get up there, he's easily good to go to someone better. You know what I mean? Like yeah. an Angus Crichton or a or a Dave Fafita if you can get money elsewhere as well. Because I can't see him regressing money wise. And then yeah, me back. So I um I ended up getting rid of Toto. Especially if Nafe's gone for the four rounds. Um, And I got you and Aiken and Tessie New. And Tessie New. Yeah, Tessie New. I think he was guy sneaky last year. At the back end of it. He came home strong. He came home with a wet sail. And um, with A-Ray, he's just a good little sneaky. And I think they play the first by Brisbane. Do they? I don't think so. Oh, they don't. Okay, so that's that. Oh, that's one of the things that's going against him now. But in saying that, I've got absolutely no depth on my bench. Like I cannot. I've got the worst of the worst. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, so it's a bit disheartening. Got a good eleven. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, the sacrifice is going to have to be made. Yeah. So at, at this point, and also um. Jazzy, have you fixed it? Okay, we going back on. I'm just rambling shit here. I was wondering where you're going with this. <laughs> well, what'd you say? I thought you were going to run through your list of what was actually that's on it. the show tonight. Not Thank you, Con, because that's it. We've sat down for an hour and a half beforehand. You've written down everything we're talking about. You know exactly what's going to be going on. You wrote half of it. You've got two columns of your own. You know exactly who we're shouting out. And you know what? You just went... Yeah, well, <laughs> we asked about his team. team. How come you asked about his team, I, not I, my I, team? You've singled him out. <laughs> I, I just, I was buffering for time, just chat, chatting, saying good day. Well, now I've talked about my team. Well, let's just shut the light, shall we? Yeah, I think so. Good day, everybody. Nice you. Welcome to the show. We've got the tech difficulties of Facebook sorted. Sorry about that to everybody who is listening, watching, enjoying. Jump in the comments, say good day. Uh, we do go live on Facebook. 
Facebook every Tuesday, 7.30-ish. I think we kicked off around 8 o'clock tonight. It was about 8.15. That's, 15, that's pretty good. Sound. So, pretty close. Yeah, that's it. We're, we're in the running, boys. Um, thank you very much for listening and for joining us. We do have a big week of things to talk about, all which Bergs knows. Uh, we're going to talk about Return from the Dead, five players that uh, we're expecting to have a bit of a better Supercoach season based on injury or... Um, you know, cool. something which has affected their season last year, which has resulted in being priced underneath what we know they're capable of. Uh, we're going to talk hookers uh, with Bergs. We're going to talk poison mids and just a, a few mid-rangers out there that might look like juicy additions to your team, but we've got a couple of guys in the know who reckon they're a no-go. We're going to talk goal kickers, as we all know, extra base points, especially in ceiling clubs uh, where they can be kicking a lot of goals. Uh, and we're going to talk uh, Nath or Nah, what do you do if you can't get the number one halfback? Plus, we've got a few awesome questions from you guys, which we're going to get to as well. So before we dive into that, though, uh, we just want to mention the cash comps. We know a few of you guys out there, guys and girls, uh, out there like to do their cash leagues every year. Uh, head over to Broderick at uh, NRL SC Tragics Cashies. Uh, on Facebook, he'll sort you out. He's a good guy, pays on time every time. You'll be right. Um, if you want to join a free overall group, make sure you jump in ours, 790873, 790873. Um, massive shout-outs uh, to the people at the Podmasters Cup. Um, they do fantastic work, and it's a bunch of all, con- all the big content creators Um all in one massive league, and they've just taken it next level this year. They've got seeded leagues all over the place. Uh, it's absolutely mad, so make sure you find them on Facebook and you follow them along as well. This is going to be one hell of a league. I think we're in uh, three different leagues in that competition this year, so this is going to be really next level. Speaking of next level competitions, massive shout-out to uh, Rick Rowdy over at the Fig Jam Dynasty Sports Podcast. He's got all your NRL Supercoach draft needs covered. And, of course, if you're in Melbourne, if you see him around the footy fields, make sure you grab a cup of Harrington's Coffee Love. It's the best coffee going around. Um, we want to also shout-out uh, the Discord, Berg's Supercoach Hub, I believe, on the Discord, if you were that way inclined. You reckon yeah. it is a go-to resource full of some of the most knowledgeable minds in the game. Yeah, well, I'm I'm part of their seated thing, and I'm seated in the, in the four. Oh, of course you would be. I but, mean, you know what I mean? And, but, bad, and you but... look at the podcast one, I'm seated in the second seed, so... That's you're against, in with me. Yeah, that's against podcasts like Sangster and Costa and all the boys from... Um, from what I understand, it's definitely experience in there. It's for the serious super coach. They get really deep into it, and it's yeah, it's definitely for the just serious inclined super coach. Shows you the gap difference between like just the podcast dudes, and then you got the dudes who actually are doing the Discord and the full crunch and the stuff on the internet. Oh, I don't know how to use. Sorry, guys, I don't know how to use it properly, but I do try. I mean, that's one thing you've definitely shown me over the summer. You've introduced me to a few super coach minds that are. Uh, you know, helping us to put together some content for Supercoach 360. Um, and, yeah, I can definitely attest to there's some people out there that know and understand this game on other levels, which I am – I'm wrapping my head around, but at this point I just can't comprehend. Like, yeah, it's really next level how they can think about this game and how they play this game. Some serious, serious players out there. And if you're one of them, make sure you head to the Discord Supercoach Hub. Uh, otherwise – NRLSupercoachStats.com, massive shout-out to them. They put out uh, an awesome resource if you are doing some investigating and analysing players, so make sure you check them out. It's NRLSCStats.com. 
And finally, a massive shout-out to our friends at uh, Supercoach Championship Rings on Facebook, www.supercoachchampion.com. This year, they have given us our very own ring to give away. We are just waiting to receive it in the post. Um, but they do send them out very, very quickly. If you throw them in with mates, five bucks each, you can get one for your 20-man head-to-head league. Um, they're grouse little wing, uh, ring. Uh, great to go to the winner for, you know, not only bragging rights, but a bit of a memento of that season, for especially for, you know, when you've got some of those long-term leagues with mates. It's really nothing uh, when you're all chucking in, you know, 100 bucks for the cashier anyway. Um, so make sure you get along to www.supercoachchampion.com or find them on Facebook, Supercoach Championship Rings. Uh, if you want to win one, because you're a tight ass like us, then we've got one to give away. Uh, all you have to do is just try to get yourself a shout-out, NRL-related from whoever you can. Don't be afraid. You know, Don't worry about COVID. Just go talk to people. It's fine. Um, if you can get someone to shout-out, Supercoach360, you will get yourself in the running. Um, we've had a few people manage to get the GOAT, managed to get Joey. So we've managed to get... Let's see who you can get. Uh, we've managed to get a bunch of people, so yeah, let's... Well, you got Sauce. Well, I did. I managed to get Sauce at, at a trials game, funnily enough, with all the trials right around the corner. Speaking of, the trials are next week, and we are looking forward to seeing them, but footy does start this weekend. Uh, have any of you guys taken a look at the All-Stars and Mary side? Uh, yeah, the Indigenous All-Stars and the Mary sides? I, I know. This is the Charles Brothers playing. I did hear Jack. that. I, hear, I heard that on the radio today, and I've seen the articles about him coming up. Um, Big unit. Yeah, well, that's it. I understand he's going to be playing in the uh, back row, or is he playing front row? Oh, he's looking front row-ish to me, but that was pitches he might have trimmed down since then. Pitches, I'm not sure, but... You big boy. Yeah, yeah. He's well, probably going to be front row to me. But I reckon he's got some skills. Like, yeah. Massive skills on him, so... It'd be interesting to get a look at him because if he's going to get well, a run he... at South, potential cheapy later in the year. Oh, if you remember a couple of years back, um, all front rows were throwing good cutout balls and shit, eh? Like, there was at least one in your side doing it. Like, we had uh, James Graham doing it at the Dogs. All right. Anyone else in the All-Stars game that you want to talk about, buddy? Since how James Graham retired three years ago. No, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying, like, for a big man, it's, it's, it's beneficial I, 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 I do understand have. what you're saying, but we're trying to talk um, super coach here. We're not talking Supercoach because there's no Supercoach relevance to Oh, come about. on, mate. It's a Supercoach podcast. We're going to talk about... Okay, well, let's move straight on to the one talking point. I know you guys do have a little bit to talk about. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Uh, hookers. So, I mean, everyone's got the burning question. You really want to go on a hooker. The ceiling is so high, and I mean, just the base output of a good hooker is so high that you're going to be getting points in that position. So, you should be trying to achieve points in that position. Uh, who are you looking at uh, and who are you not looking at? Uh, I've, I've heard uh, – actually, yeah, yeah, go. Go on. No, but, no what have okay. you heard? Well, um, look, you can look at Harry Grant. They've only got one week, haven't they, Harry Grant and Brendan Smith? I think so. I know, easily, I know Smith does. You could easily sit that for – you could easily sit that, you know what I mean, for a week. But I, I, don't, see, I don't see the point in doing that personally. 
Um, mate, for me, I'm looking at Cookie or Reed Marnie um, as my start in number nine over Grant or Smith. Just I think Cookie with no seven, no recognised seven. I think you have to take a bit of onus at at Souths and. Hopefully the seven's a quick little seven and he'll back up when Cookie runs through and he's have Cam Murray or the seven either side. You know what I mean? Um, that's something he didn't get from Adam Reynolds very much, especially if you were 60 metres out. You were not getting it at all. Like he was never going to be there for that. Whereas a young bloke, there's a chance. For, there's a chance for more points for, for Cookie there. And Reid Marnie, uh, A, got a point to prove. Uh, but there's also the, the chance that BA might look to the future and start blooding someone else and take his minutes away. Reed Barney, he's only 23 or 24 years old. Yeah, but he's going the dogs. Yeah, true. You know, so yeah, they, might, they might look to the future and it might not happen week one or two or something, but it's, it could be on the cards in the future. But I do like the draw for Para, which make me think, well, either Cookie or Marnie's probably the go-to for me to start. I have Cookie in my team at the moment. I think for the extra 70K, you got to go Harry Grant. If you're saving 150, 200K, yeah, I'd understand it if he was that much dearer. But I think for the extra 70K, you got to go Harry. Why, though? Because I think he'll play more minutes this year. And he was, had an injury-affected year last year. In games he played over 54 minutes. He averaged just under 80. So you're willing to go in week one with no Harry Grant, like Harry Grant? Yeah, and have, have Randall. Yeah. Well, yeah, if Randall, yeah, if Randall gets the if, Yeah, if spot, he gets yeah. a starting spot. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I'm happy to do that. And if I was going to downgrade, I'd probably downgrade to McInnes at 535000 And Would you really, though? Like, his role's not solidified. He does, you, don't, you, can't, you can't even tell me where he's playing. I think he'll play 13, and I think he'll play at least 65, 70 minutes on the field. And Not worried about coming back from an ACL? No, nah, not really. No? Nah. And considering Cook and Marnie only average 65 to 68, I think McKinnis can just about match that for the $40,000, dollars you're going to save. I, well, I think Cookie had an off year. I think he's... Probably got maybe 10 points a game more in him this year. How come? Because he's he's not hasn't got an Adam Reynolds to give it to. He's He's got to take a bit more of the leadership role, so he'd probably have to make a few more decisions, you know I mean, I mean? Isn't uh, Cam Murray the captain over there? Yeah, he is. And he gets the fast play the balls off Cam Murray. I mean, that's how they sort of build their game. So there is a good chance that he could be getting a bit more of that this year. And if... The, Cookie, to his detriment last year, was like he he suffered hard because of the way the people, uh, the other teams were playing inside the forty by giving away the six again. They quickly were able to defuse people like Cookie, who could get off the back of tied forwards and the fast play the ball um, and try and break out. Because if Cookie gets beyond the line, he could be gone. He could be the entire field down, especially if it's first tackle. So this year, with it being the penalty, I mean. Is he going to be? Is are they still going to be able to use him to just go straight up attack if that's what's going to happen to him, or are they going to lay off and he's going to eventually be able to get through those gaps early in the tackle count and then just be able to run with whoever he supports at least get the line break, the try assist, you know, thirty each. Who's going to be running with him? Is his young half going to be running with him? That's what I hope. Well, Cody Walker's his backup man. 
Yeah, that's it. Well, Cody Walker be getting through the line and, and you getting have, with him. And... You have Trell. You got AJ. There's a lot of speed. There is. In the pack. You don't know how the new coach is going to... That is a big factor. They um, don't have the Wayne anymore. How how the new new coach is going to use him either. That's a, that's another thing. Could have a whole new game in his head. All right. I don't like Cookie. Just quickly on Grant, all right? Um, I've got a question here just... Okay. From Freddie Corbett, right? What are your thoughts with Munster and Grant both starting on the pine? You lose points round one, but um, you save the trades. How much are the trades worth to you? Are they worth the round one points? Yeah, we're going to keep them all year. Yeah? Yeah, or if you're just going to get them in as soon as possible, you might as well start with them. Yeah, Take a hit. Yeah, exactly. So <clears throat> how many rounds are you willing to take on a gun? Like, are you, no, you're not going to start with start. nuggets to save a trade? No. I can't wait oh, for... So you, you a, are, you're a contemplating lot, A lot of it. money. Yeah, if if it's two weeks, I'm probably going to start with Nate. Really? But if it's a month, it might be a bit of a different story. Because you're right, it's a million. And you've got to find um, a million right there and then, don't you? Yeah. To, to be able to get yeah, him in. Because if he comes in all cylinders blazing, then you're you're in trouble. Well, that's it. well, he played half of the year last year, all the backs, last six or seven games, whatever it was. With that, including yeah, the grand so, final. He played the toughest games of the year with that. I think he'll be right, and he's going to come back better. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Fair enough. I, that, that's, uh, yeah. But, How um, the hookers you got? But okay, what happens if he's if he's scheduled to come back in two and he gets infection? Comes back in four. Well, it's, yeah. def- it's definitely a risk and a gamble, but might be one you're willing to take. The name yeah. factor in that position is just worth so uh, much. Otherwise, more. you're pretty much going to have to sacrifice a gun for. A, hopefully, there's cheapy coming through for you to make money off to find the cash to go from a Cherry Evans or a Jerome Hughes to Cleary, or you're going to take. Six seven weeks to slowly build that funds up at the start of the year well, yeah. to f- eventually get him, and you could be eighty, ninety, hundred points behind plus by then. The I mean, the only other option is you literally sit the extra three or four hundred k on your bench. Yeah, and you're right, that's an upgrade. So it's to save a trade. You know what's that worth to you? Because then that money's not working for you. I mean, you're not losing it though. Yeah, well, it, but you are. You do have an actual. Well, yeah, because you're not making second tier gun there, yeah. playing for for you, and then you bring Nathan on top of that, so you're not losing as many points really, doing it that way. All right, all right. But so on on top of your hookers, man, who you got? Well, only pretty much the ones that you got to back up one of those four. You know what I mean? B Smith's still not a bad option. I still, but I think Harry Grant this year will easily outscore him. But is B Smith better utilised in the back row? Oh, I, I think he'll be thirteen predominantly this year. He might yeah. still start at nine and move to thirteen, but I, yeah, I just don't know. I don't know his role either, so that's why I'm steering clear of B Smith. I wouldn't begrudge anyone for going there. He scored well last year, and he's he's like a little he's honor. a gun. He's a gun hooker. Like he is moving to the Roosters next year, but you know if Bellamy can use him to win a comp. But the, the thing is, if Bellamy can use anyone else to win a comp, then does he have that in him? Now I've also got Watto. Yeah. yeah, Connor Watson. Yeah, just because I've heard uh, Verrills is injured. So you think he'll take the starting number nine at the Roosters? Could do. I don't know how long he'll have it for, though. He's the, probably the best 14 in the game. Well, Marsky did all right for him last year when he played. Oh, I, just, I don't think he's a Watto, though. I mean, remember Orbo, mm. though, in um, his retirement year, he ended up becoming, like, actually a smoky for that year because he just ended up posting some really solid scores. So... 
does the Roosters 14 have that in them? You notice when the Roosters bring on someone like that, they come on with a set play, ready to go. Yeah, but there's also them games where they've the Roosters have just flown through for 70 minutes with no need for him, and then he puts him on for two minutes. Yeah, fair and, call. And at and 511k. Yeah, well, you, uh, you can't afford that. That, that, that won't be happening with Watto, but Watto's a different mode to, mold to Orbo. No, but yeah, Watto out of the next... Like, he'd be a, a look-at bench hooker as long as Verrills is out for three to five weeks for me. What's, he, what's he worth? 511. He's, he's very dear. Who you got? Well, I'll see that one. I'll raise your dark horse. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Marshall King. I like Marshall King. If the dogs forward pack and get a roll on like I think they might be able to, I think Jeremy Marshall King can run a muck on the back of that. I like and I think he's a could be a smoky pod to start what, the year. What's his price? 427000 So that's, that's a good 90K nearly. Yeah. Um. On water, that's a good saving and a good backup hooker who's probably going to chug along nicely. With I don't think any anyone nipping at his heels. Uh, then you got Randall, your boy Randall, yep. um, from Newcastle. He's more likely to start than the other one I've got. That's the only reason I've gone Randall first. Um, with with the drama up there, like, do you have anyone else other than Randall? I think from what I've read, it's between Kurtman and Randall. Is Kurt Kurtman suited to the nine? Kurtman suited to another team, in my opinion, but I don't get a say in it. I oh, don't. No, I don't. Just love Kurt. Just love Kurtman. But for me, Randall Randall was impressive last year, and I, I'm worried. He's like he's like a a, a worry for me because if he doesn't go well, three or four games in, gets hooked, then you're stuck with nothing on the bench, um, yeah. and probably no way to upgrade. Unless you start using bonus trades or whatever you're going to use to get him out, it's a worry having Randall. That's why I've I've looked, I've actually like I said, we were talking about earlier with Kobe Everington. Like I said, someone's seen him at training, but if he can snag a start and roll for sixty minutes, even if you don't play him, you can sit him there as your bench hooker. To no, start. if he's if he's getting a start and roll sixty minutes in the first couple of weeks, he'll play him. Yeah, you probably are. Absolutely. If he's, if he's getting a starting role in the first 60 minutes, right, like for the first couple of weeks, but he doesn't perform, does he get dropped after two and then he's stuck there? That's a possibility well, that's as well. That's a possibility as the well. The same as Randall. It's, it's, and it's a more expensive gamble. So Newcastle well. have the backup. Who would your backup be at Brizzy? Like who would you have to be on the oh, lookout for? Carrigan. Yeah, all right. Carrigan, but I don't know what their stocks are like in the front row, Brisbane. Well, they got that Bully Moore who's in the middle as well. He's gone. He's gone somewhere. That's next year, isn't it? Nah, I don't know. <laughs> nah, I don't know. All right, you got to say, is that all your hookers? No, I've got one more. Yep. Um, Adam Keegan from the Roosters. If he can get a start and centre spot, I'll be really looking closely at him. And you can play him at hooker? Well, yeah, you can play him at hooker or centre. Ooh, okay. That's an yeah. interesting dual position. Yes. That could be a little bit of a smoky hooker. I don't mind that. In, if the Roosters are full strength and he's in the centres, I can see a lot of points coming his way at $320,000. That's juicy. Yes. He's at Manly right now. Ethan Bullimore. Oh, okay. So, yeah, there's another one down. Um, there's half a chance Carrigan goes in the front row. Right? Yeah, well, Pengai's gone. Lodge left halfway through last year, but there's a lot of middle depth gone at the Broncos. Yeah, what else you got? You got any more hookers or? No, I don't think so. I think that's it for hookers, yeah. So you guys obviously aren't making a selection until we get a team list. So 
I believe you've got some uh, return from the dead players for us, Con. Oh. I didn't know you were going to do that now. Oh. Oh. Come on, Con. So, Bergs, talk about your team for a minute. No, it's <laughs> really good. It's so the return from the dead, uh, it's pretty much five players that you looked at. Four. That, four players that you looked at uh, that you think this year are going to have a better year because they've been injury affected last season. We've seen them perform and get to gun status before. Uh, so No, not all of them have performed at gun status, but I just think there's enough there to get them possibly... There this year. Take him to the next level. So a few hopefully, look at who you got for us. I got Tony Staggs. Obviously, we all know what Tony could do on a good day. He's a menace, eh? He's um, an absolute monster. He is, especially if he stays at centre and it's just his job is to just I pretty much he, get within he twenty. Definitely and then played centre, break the line. I mean, that's his job. It's pretty much as soon as we're in twenty, get the ball, break the line, and because he's just a strong man, yeah. it's incredible. So he's pretty injury affected, as we know. He's only played eighteen games in the last two years. But he's averaged 60 in those games, coming back from injury and whatnot. So I think with Adam Reynolds added to the side, I can see an uptick in Katoni's super coach scoring. Yeah, and see, A-Ray can create the opportunity for him. Hopefully. He does it himself, man. If you ever watch the bloke, he, he seems to do it himself. If, yeah, if he's, you give if, him space, he's like a little David Fafita. If you give him space, he, he does well with it. He don't waste it. Yeah. Um, he, he'll hit, he hits gaps. He's... Pretty much one on one, hard to tackle, eh? Like and break a tackle. His price, because he had the injury affected last year, uh, year last year, his price one hundred ten thousand dollars under his actual average cost. So at four hundred thirty-three thousand, I think I'm going to roll the dice with him. Well, I, I personally have him in my side at the moment. Um, don't know if I'm going to ca- if I can find cheaper options, I'm going to take him. Oh, absolutely. Um, but. At this point, I have him in my side for same reasons. And and just watching the bloke the last few years, he does in a shit Brisbane side, done it on his own. They're starting to slowly, I won't say they're getting better, but they're building. They'll have a halfback this year that actually probably direct the team around better than the last four or five years. Yeah, so definitely. Well, they've a, got an experienced a, actual halfback now. That's a help to a bloke like a Tony Staggs who's been doing it on the back of his own. Work so. Oh, who else you got? No, I got Luke Keary. All right, Sydney Roosters halfback, four yeah. five eighth. Yeah, either or either, he'll play halfback. I'd say this year maybe. Yeah, he's got the dual position. Doesn't matter. He's going to play the same role no matter the number he wears. No, but for super coach relevance, it he, does. He's both. He's dual. He is the dual position. Yeah. So that I mean, that's proven very beneficial in the past because if you've got an injury to then either of your halves, you've still got that gun that's operating. I mean, we know he can be uh, injured. Well, not only that, but you can also trade out that one for another gun, depending on... Yeah, it's either either. Either position, yeah, depending on where you have them. No, that's it. Having a couple of dual positions in the halves is definitely very beneficial. Um, So, yeah, why look Curie? Um, I don't know, to be honest with you. (laughs) He's never really been a top-tier gun, ever. Um, He had three games last year. Or two and a half games last year, he averaged seventy five and a half. I was about to say he looked really good in those he games, did. though. That's and what I'm leaning it towards. Especially if he was able to uh, have that translate into Super Coach points, then yeah. Well, he did. He played two full games and I think thirty odd minutes in the th- second one and averaged seventy five and a half. So yeah. it was off to a flyer. Which might be more minutes than that. I might have that wrong. But... What's he priced at? 
A 75 average. Um, he's priced at 528,000, which is not as. That's pretty good 75 for a half. For a gun half. I average. Think. I think he's about 100 and something thousand under what he should be at the 75 point average. And could be a season long. And yeah, because I think the Roosters are my favourites this year, personally. If they can stay healthy, obviously. And I can see a lot of points and a lot of super coach points coming from the Roosters. Yeah. What 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 makes you think that they're going to be so much like better just because they have the full complement? Or absolutely, you seen yeah. what they did when Teddy was pretty much carrying him on his shoulders last year. Yeah, yeah. Geary, Collins, and all that back into the mix, and I think they're going to be very hard to beat. Yeah, they are. They're a very strong club. Well, they've just added with Watto as well. Like, yeah, he's not just a, a, a fourteen. Like, he's a fourteen that can play everything but prop forward, probably. Oh, boys, he need he'd still give that a go. Yeah, he would. Sorry, it's taken me near four years, but I reckon I got a smoky for you. Yeah. Paul Morowski. I like yeah, it. I don't. Recruiter from the Panthers. If he pulls up that center spot, I've heard he's going to goal kick as well. Yeah. And so if he's got that base uh, from goal kicking, we know he can score a try. Good hands if he can learn how to pass. I mean, it might have been, might have been a Panthers thing. I've noticed both centers at the Panthers on both sides. Sometimes they just hold passes. So I think it's part of their game plan, to be honest. Um, and if he's let loose on the other side and he can get those try assists and stuff instead of just keeping the ball and keeping the possession, which is the Panthers game, then, yeah, I think there could be a, a few points on offer there from uh, old Momo. I really like Momorowski on both levels as a NRL player and a super coach player this year, especially if he kicks goals, like you said. He's probably the one that will knock Keegan out of the left-centre spot. I think Josh Morris was left-centre, yeah. So... I think, yeah, he's definitely one to watch. Alrighty. So who else you got in the return from the dead there, buddy? Um, I've got Cam McInnes. Obvious reasons, I think. Everyone knows he missed all of last year, so he's at a reduced rate. I think he was $535,000. He's also had a club change, too, to a he club has. that can score more points and have a new coach coming in from a good system. Yeah, I don't, I don't think attacking stats are McInnes' go. Just He's base, just base, d- base. down and dirty, yeah. get the job done. And, uh, yeah, I like him at his price. I think he's priced well below his average. Where do you see him fitting into that Sharks lineup? Is he going to pick up an edge spot or is he going to be a lock or are they going to play him as a 14? Well, I think he might play a bit of lock and maybe young Braley will get a bit of rest too. Maybe 15 minutes at hooker and maybe 40-odd at lock. I mean, look, Melbourne proved last year if you've got two hookers, that fast-paced strategy can come in very beneficial, especially with the penalties being thrown in this year. If you're able to play on through that penalty and you don't have to take the kick, then if they blow the penalty, then bang, that's it. You can just have some fun with that. Hmm. Yeah, but I'll definitely be watching McInnes. He's, well, he's priced 15 points below his average from 2020. Yeah. Which has only really been his one breakout year, but I'm willing to back him in again. For... I mean, don't get me wrong, the, the, the second season Blues got him real hard. You guys said after the breakout year, they tend to experience a bit of a dip, but yeah, not usually. What was it, torn ACL? Yeah. Yeah, and then 12 months out, oh, shifted you know, to another club. He's always been an effort man, but his efforts have got better and bigger as his career's gone on. I think he's, he, he won't dip. 
if you, if you know no. what I mean. He's, He's only going to gain from where he is, which at the starting point of the season, value is the name of the game. So Absolutely. Yeah, if you can generate cash to use as people to stepping stones and if they're dual. not working out. Is he dual still? I think so. He's dual with hooker. He should, I don't know. I'd say he will be. I think I've already double-checked. Yeah, you know, he is. Yes, yes, he is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, um, so yeah, he averaged in, two, also in 2020, he averaged just under 50 tackles per game. So Cook and Marnie for the extra, what were they? Oh, 60, 70. Extra 40, 50 grand, yeah. Um, he averaged pretty much 10 less than them in just tackles. Playing yeah. a bit of lock, running the ball, there's more points. I like him. All right. And the last one's Pat Carrigan. We kind of touched on Patty a little bit. Um, average last year wasn't great, but it was a very injury-affected season for Paddy. Very up and down. He's 2020 average of 60, 67, we'll call it. Quite as a horse, Con. He's 15 points better than his last year average, and I can see him getting back more towards that with Lodge and Pengai going. Yeah. Yeah, it's it. Well, he's sort of got to step up because, I mean, those guys were a couple of big units. So, you, Paddy Carrigan, where do you see him? You see him playing hooker or do you see him playing front row? Bergs, I think you've already answered this. It's sort of front row. I think he'll play lock, personally. You reckon? Yeah. I just I I think Locke's now more of a ball distributing role, and I don't know if Paddy Carrigan's got that ball distributor in him, whereas Everington did have a bit. So that's what that swayed me more towards Paddy Carrigan going into the front row. Like at, at the end of the day, there's no real difference whether one wears ten, one wears thirteen, and vice versa, because they're all in the middle. They can still do that ball playing role as an eight or a ten or a thirteen. It's yeah, not no. like the thirteen has to well, do, it, I'd say. do it. That's yeah. that's that's their benefit. They got that dude who can. Well, Junior Paulo does it at Parramatta. Yeah, well, there's a few there's a few out there that do it. You know. Hold on. While we're on the subject of Brisbane and Payne Haas, though, before we move on to the next one, um, Payne Haas, are you guys both starting with him, being the gun front rower. At the moment, I have him in my side. Um, you can afford him. Uh, but yeah, the rest of my side shit, and I'm worried about maybe spending too much money up front. Yep. Just because last year it proved they they're all pretty much a much and much except for Payne Haas. Yeah. You know, he's 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 a bit further in front than the rest. But is of he the nath of the front row? Is he just that far ahead of anyone else in that position think, that you need him to be in the I game? Think something Con pointed out to me a couple of years ago, like. To get him in won't be as hard as to get in someone that can score one fifties. Yeah, you, you know, you know what I mean. Like, so you could easily wait on a pain Haas. Like, you, yeah, you're going to miss thirty, forty points, maybe here and there, but you could probably make them up somewhere else with money more well spent. If you know what I mean. What are your other like? What's well, the last price? last year he only averaged sixty eight. Like, not only that's pretty good. IPAP beat him, obviously, as the only one. But the other ones just behind him were Luke Thompson was 66.5, Pengai 65, and Fisher-Harris 62. So he wasn't all that far in front like Nath compared to Cherry Evans and Hughes. Yeah. So I, I think... He was the first year, though. Yeah. Yeah, the year before he was a fair bit in front. But yeah, Playing 80 minutes nearly every game then, though, too. I mean, different coaches now, though. But, I mean... I think Uto Ekamanu from the Tigers is a little pain house. Another year old, another preseason. I think he's really? better value okay. at his price compared to getting Hass in. Right. Well, I've got a question here from Matt Edmondson, right? It says, 
Who would you prefer next to Haas in the front row? Stefano Udo Ikemanu, who's already currently on 25% ownership. 457,000. So. Or um, would you prefer Berg's old mate, Jai Arrow, starting on the edge over at the Bunnings? Is he guaranteed to start? Well, I don't know. If he is starting on the edge, I like him. Yeah. Because he'll play, he will play on the right, unfortunately. But he wants, only if he's playing 80. If he's yes. not playing 80 on that edge, I don't like it. Well, in saying that, everyone who's pretty much played that edge has played 80 the last couple of years. Like, they do nothing. They get your 40s, <laughs> like your sewers and your... There was a dude before Jaden Sewer as well. Can he come into the middle rotation? Can he come into lock from there for whatever reason? Oh, absolutely he could if Can that's he? what they choose to do. But I can't see Jai Arrow playing 80 minutes. No? Not mixed in between the edge and the middle. All right. Did he used to do that at the Titans or he's never played 80 minutes, has he? He's never really been an 80-minute man. No, I don't think so. I mean, the interesting thing with Souths and how they work this year is you've got the new coach factor. Well, the new, the new coach has been under Wayne for long time. a long time. Yeah, as far back as I can remember. So I'd say they're going to be very similar. But yeah, but wasn't Bellamy under Wayne for a while? No, a, they... a little bit. Not as long as Demetrio has been. No? All right. Well, Demetrio has I... been the heir apparent for the last 10 years or whatever. All right. Yeah, long time. And then he got gifted Souths. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Uh, so you... Uto Wikimano is is your call on that for Matty? Um, I like Uto or I don't mind Luke Thompson. Yeah, I've heard a few people talking about Luke Thompson. Um, in saying that That's an extra hundred and thirty thousand dollars or whatnot. T- talking to Jay today, Jay Strasberg, and um he pointed out that they don't have the greatest draw. That was a TPJ talk actually. But a hard draw I think suits forwards. Because it has to do more tackling, more grunt work and everything. It's not just end yeah, to end it's, tries. If it's one of them games where you're just getting fucking belted, there's no offload, there's nothing available, it, it takes away from their game I mean, well. you're right. That, that could be. And also, if they're just denied possession, they don't get a ball, so they don't get a chance. I mean, yeah, they make the defensive tackles, but they don't get a chance to make any hit-ups and any extra points out of we that. We don't even know where we're at yet. That's it. That's the thing with the Bulldogs. And you guys do have a difficult draw to start. But what about the Tigers? Do they have – what's their draw like? Um, yeah, you've looked it up, haven't you? It's okay. Be honest with the people. No, I haven't. Yeah, you've got no idea. It's okay, from what I recall. Um, yeah, they start off not too bad. They got it's. They have um, what four? Uh, three top five teams from last year in their first twelve. They have a lot of games outside the eight, but they don't play the Panthers. They play the Rabbits. They play Manly and the Storm. They are like Uto in that draw because he's going to do the work no matter what. Awesome. I don't mind him myself, man. Look, I was spewing I didn't have him last year. Got Got some tries last year, but which is... Are they on offer again this year? Or? Look, they very well may be. I mean, the whole thing with the Tigers is just you never know what's going to come out of them. It's been a change in squad. I mean, you don't expect greatness, but you never know because, I mean, they can pull it out. We've seen them do that. Can you get consistency? Tim Sheens has taken on a bigger role uh, as of last year, so he's been building it now through the off-season and stuff like that. 
you know, there was all this talk of will Madge go, won't he go, and stuff like that after they did their doco. So I don't think Cameron's going in there again anytime soon. Good on you if they are. Um, but I think it's sort of like the Bulldogs. They're a bit of a watch and act. But you just don't expect greatness. But, yeah, I think forwards in the past have proven they can – they're probably the ones that you would go for at those type of clubs. Uh, it's, it's a long road back for Tigers fans. Sorry. We've all been there at one point, haven't we? I'm still there with Newcastle. There you go. We're I mean, still travelling down that long Bulldogs have been road. in a rebuilding phase for 15 years, so it happens. Um, okay, so. Oh, hold on. These are my sections. I've got to pull up. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. More thing. Um, poison mids. So I was hitting up a couple of the boys uh, from the 360 team, Brad Smith and Rowdy Rick Harrington in... Uh, a chat the other day, and they gave me a bit of a list of some poison mids uh, that they would completely stay away from. I want your boys' thoughts on it. So, first one, Matty Moylan. Yeah, what's absolutely. He what's he priced at? There you go. Berg's uh, couldn't care. Got the app. Yeah, there you go. Right, I'm with you. I'm think no way. Too injury prone and hasn't excelled for a long time. I mean, if we start seeing some serious form, but I'm definitely not going to be an early adopter. Kieran Foran, I would say same thing, but he did show potential at Manly last year. No, yeah, he was. No, no. there's too many attacking stats going away. Chez and turbo. turbo. So no for me for Foran. Just Turbo. Bailey Siren and Brad Smith says there's too much second row forward uh, quality at the Warriors, so I just don't think he's going to get the minutes of the games. Yeah, well, I totally think agree. Karen Aiken and Tohu, when he comes back, will be there. They're all monsters. They're all proven. Uh, Jack Hetherington, a uh, bit, bit too much rascal, hey? Yeah, not for me. He, he'll be lucky to play eight games all year. You reckon? Just sin bins and send-offs? Just oh, be too aggro? You, know, you never know. He might curve his aggression. Hopefully he does. And if he can, he'll be a weapon because the dude doesn't mind really getting into it. 
Oh, I even curb it. I like what he does. Maybe rain in the end a little bit, but not not so much curb the aggression. Just channel it properly yeah, and direct it at the right places. Yeah, that's yeah through I mean, your like, shoulder into yeah. the dude that's giving you the shit, and not not into his head. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Look, no like, loose arms. Love him as a player. Fuck. Liability as a super coach. Yeah, way too hectic for me as a super coach player. Tom did and let down last year. Let's be honest. Where is he playing this year? Is he is he at the cows? I wouldn't even look in Tom Deere's direction. We if won't get a start. Thirteen over, other um... halfbacks went down in the NRL. All right, beautiful. Um, the old skid mark, Charlie Staines. No, no, you, no, no. No matter what, starting winger still. You're no. still just not going near him with ten no. football. Well, I didn't touch him last year. I'm not disappointed the by Ferrari it. boys. You know when he gains. All right, fair yeah. enough. Uh, Corey Oates, Corey Oates of Rocks and Diamonds, Brisbane Broncos. Yeah, it is an interesting a, one. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Be lucky to get a start with Sel and Cobbo. Probably. But if he does get a start, they reckon he reckons his attitude, he's been yeah. shit over the last 18 months or whatever. He yeah. reckons. He reckons his own attitude. He's realised that within himself when he wants to train harder, work harder, and try and get back to that. Yep. On the cusp of the international stage where he was there for a while. so Okay, so maybe he'll start throwing some diamonds. Hopefully. So train in the fucking house. So it's okay. and, and, <laughs> and with A-Ray, the wingers are going to see better ball at the Broncos automatically, oh. I think. So I think that's a plus if he can get a start too. He put it on a 20-cent piece. All right, beautiful. So Corey Oates is the only one that you like while well, watching act at this point. Jared Croker? No. Nope, he's no. done. He should just retire. Poor I, kid. Yeah, I mean that's it. Really, I think he won't. Even, will he get the record? But but does it matter? Cam Smith's record? Yeah. No way. Is he dragging down the Raiders Premiership? Oh, votes? I think so. Absolutely. You know what? I'm going to say this now. It, it, it's Ricky's fault because he's playing him. Ricky keeps. There might be. Look, you guys know Clubland's an interesting point. There might be powers of me above his head. No, but... well, Ricky. Ricky's a very very loyal man. That too. He's, so. he's got to learn to cut, man, and he doesn't do it. He sticks with him and he persists with his students. But yeah, I, I think there he goes. You got Spash and Chris. You got that Tomoko. You got Chance, who I think will play centre this year as well. Who are all well ahead of Croker at this stage of his career, I think. So yeah, who else you got? Uh, Cody Ramsey. Nah, nah. Are the Dragons. No. Nah, not for me. All right. If he gets a fullback spot, you might take a look at him, depending on his price. Let's see if they wouldn't put Lomax into the fullback spot. I think Tyrell Sloan will get it, but... I've heard heard that as well. Yeah. I I think it'd be crazy to put Ramsey there, personally. All righty. Wish version of Matt Dufty, really. (laughs) Sorry, Cody. Uh, Moses Zumbai? Nah. Nah. Um, Raymond Fatala Mariner? If he gets a start, but I can't see him getting a start. Yeah, okay. Uh, Ethan no, Bull- why not? Just can't see it. You got Pangai. How do you see it lining up? Oh, you have to think Josh Jackson locks it down, especially with no yeah. Adam Elliott no more. Thompson Heverington up front. Yeah, or Pangai. Or Thompson Vaughan, sorry. Yeah, and then you got Pangai on one edge. No. And... Um, there's someone I'm missing on the other edge. Ra Raymond's. Yeah, it could, that's Raymond's. It's could, not Raymond's. Yeah, there you go. If it's be, not Raymond's, Hetherington might still, be in with a shout. I think he played a game or two there last year. And, well, I mean, a big part of that would be him being able to stay on the field and not get suspended and sin all the oh, time. Oh, absolutely. So if that's the case, then Hetherington 
So you're saying that Bulldogs right back row spot might be a look in for you because it could be uh, a starter that we haven't seen there. No, or whichever side Pengai plays, yeah, the other side. Oh, yeah, so yeah, opposite to Pengai, yeah. All righty. Um, who's that? Uh, Ethan yeah. Bullimore? Yeah, no. No, uh, not for me. No? Ben Murdoch Masilla. Ben Murdoch Masilla? Yeah. No. No. Carl no. uh, Lawton. Sniff last year and. Who? Carl Lawton. If he can snag nine at Manly, I'll, I'd give him a crack. I liked him better when he was playing second row last year, personally. I mean, I think Schuster was out for all them weeks, but yeah, no, nah, not, not for me. He'd have to be a starting hooker for me. If he's not a starting hooker, he wouldn't get a spot from your side. All right, yeah, but that's it. I mean, one injury to a manly front rower, and I think he gets the call up. So if we're looking at a long-term injury oh, or front row. front row, he'd be hooker or second row. You reckon? Yeah. All right, but still, we're looking at a big an injury at manly, and he may get that call up. So maybe one to look uh, to watch. Yeah, well, Bullimore's now, Bullimore's now at manly as well, so he'd be looking for a front row, second row spot as well, I'd say. Yeah, sorry, Bullimore was the one which I was talking about. My bad. Um, Aaron Woods No No Big fat no And Kyle Flanagan No Alright thank you Rowdy and Brad You legends Um, And the other thing I want to finally talk about Then boys Is goal kickers So Glenn from the Supercoach Tragics podcast They put out their first episode Last week If you haven't heard it yet Make sure you go find it It's on Spotify They put together uh, A good show over there They had to run a tight ship Way tighter than ours. Um, put together this list of expected goal kickers for me. Um, so I just want to talk about whether you guys would go for these players based on the fact that they kick goals. So we'll start at the top with the dogs. So Avarillo or Burton, who do you reckon's going to get it? I think Burton, Burton's got quite a boot on him. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily equate to accuracy. Yeah, Avarillo's got the loyalty there. Um, oh, I really don't know. I don't think either of them are much chop, but... I mean, are the Bulldogs going to score enough points for you to warrant having their goal kicker? Yeah, I think so. I think their goal kicker will be crucial because they don't score that many points, so they have to turn every four into six to yeah, be but in I'm, with it. I'm saying for Supercoach, though, are they going to actually get across the line enough times to make him a relevant goal kicker in your Supercoach well, side? Especially points, if it's... I mean, how many hooker goal kickers do you have? I, oh, no, I think this year. Half. I think this year, yeah. I think I can see him in big improvers. Yeah. All right. For the Cows, Val Holmes, when he comes back? Oh, he's, he's back. Is he? As far as I know, yeah. He's, um, but he's playing left wing. Yeah, if he's playing wing, no. Uh, and, yeah, he's playing left wing, and there was a picture of him and that Lukey. He, he was a standout winger last year. When he, he's always been a standout winger. But, he's I mean, like, like he, he, scored, he scored a fair few super coach points for the people that did have him. I but, think mainly playing fullback, that was. Okay, all right, fair enough. So on the wing, maybe not. Uh, Broncos, A-Ray kicking the goals there. Is he a half that you're considering? No. No? Never been super coach relevant, even with the goal kicking. All righty. For the Tigers, Jackson Hastings. Oh, I've got Jackson penciled in at the moment. Yeah, I hear he might be a bit of a smoky sort of floating around in some circles at the moment. Yeah, well, I'm hoping he's uh, fine-tuned his craft over in England. Yeah, I think he will won the man of steel or come very close one year. I think he just missed out. What position is he fighting for? Hooker? No, he'll be playing in the halves, I'd say. He was... So he's in for five eighths until Dewey's, uh, Dewey's back? 
I think Dewey might have to play Santa or Brooksy might be yeah. looking over his shoulder. All right, cool. Um, oh, Dragons, Zach Lomax. He was a bit of a standout last year and the year before. He was a smoky that, you know, was a bit of a game changer for the people that had him. Has he topped out super coach wise? No, uh, injury affected year last year at 496,000. What is he, what positions is he available in? Is he just, he's just center. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's all right. Maybe not a bad smoky center to have, especially with the goal kicking. Are the dragons going to get the tries this year? No, no. You know what? They look better with them in the halves last year when they were finishing the year. And this new Sloan kid at fullback. Yeah, I can't see him scoring huge see, points week yeah. in, week out. No. no. I'll have games, but. All right, so <laughs> don't take your chances. Croker for the Raiders. Uh, well, we've already covered him. Uh, Roosters, Momorowski. Oh, schmucky, schmucky. Yeah, we talked about him too. I, I said I don't mind him. Yeah. And Bergs, you're pretty much firmly against, unless he gets the spot. What if he gets a starting spot? Are you on or what? No, no, just no. straight up no. Because the no. Roosters is definitely a ceiling club, man. They can yeah, pump no, out a lot but of points. You know what? Joey Manu's took his game to the next level. Um, Tuwali's coming, and he's bigger and looks a bit fitter. And I've heard he might be playing winger though. Doesn't matter. There's still blokes there running and feeding. You know what I mean? If it was, if he was the key back, maybe. Yeah. But he's not the key back. All right, fair enough. I think anyone in that Roosters back line no. this year is viable. Okay. Matty Cavallo, who was playing on the wing last year. I mean, look, if Swale's coming through, I think he's going to be a bit of a must-have. Um, Only because of his price. Well, and being on the end of a Roosters yeah, back line. Yeah, if he plays line, wing. That's it. If he plays wing and he's on the end of a Roosters back line, then, yeah, I'm all over it. Um, for the Sharks, Nico Hines. I'm wary of Nico. Yeah, peaked last year playing fullback for the Storm. Scored good points playing halves, but for Storm. But Cronulla's no Storm. That's right. You know? Yeah, I mean, they've got <laughs> Finucane. They're like Storm off Wish now. Yeah, I don't think I'd be looking at Nico Hines personally. Would you say he's a trap? Because I, I hear the name get thrown about a bit. I mean, I don't hear it get thrown around in serious contention for the halves, but is he maybe due to be on that poison mids list? Was he on that poison mids list? No, I think he's a bit overpriced for the mids. Um, yeah, at his price and coming from the Storm to the Sharks, I want to have a really good look at him before I even think about touching him. Alrighty. Tiber, uh, Titans, Toby Sexton. No. Not for me. No? They're not going to score enough goals? I mean, I've heard, once again, I've heard him being thrown around as, well, if he gets the start in half spot, running off David Fafita, anything could happen. You guys, I think, were saying that last week. No. Yeah. Um, well, oh, you've changed your opinion? No, Berg's mainly I was saying something David. I, I think... AJ, you said it because yeah. AJ's more of a bloke who's yeah. backing up. That's right. You know what I mean? Um, AJ's there. If the ball's presented, AJ will score a try. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I don't... Not for me, Toby. All right, cool. Um, for the Knights, is it going to be KP or is it going to be Jake Clifford? That's kicking the goals. Will be KP if he's fit. It'll be KP. So KP. Oh, you all know my opinion on KP. Yeah, exactly. He's my boy, Fair I love boy him. over here. Yeah, so I knew you were going to say that. But for the listeners, can you maybe just steer them honestly in terms of super coach? Would you consider him on the goals? I'd rather like at at fullback. He wouldn't. Yeah, uh, 
It's so hard because you want to say that they're going to score oh, heaps of tries on, on but his you day. Don't genuinely well, on, believe on, it on his hearts. day, he can just set up three or score a couple himself and crack you that hundred. But yeah. he's just so inconsistent. Yeah. And if he needs days, to score all three of them himself, his legs are probably not going to be picking you up the goal kicking points anyway. The days are few and far between. All yeah. right. So Eels, Mitch Moses, bit of a smoky halfback. I currently have him in my side. I Man. hate to say it. Oh, I fucking hate to say it. Now I've never really had Mitch Moses. Prior years, I've had him like once in years gone by, but at this moment, Mitch Moses is in my side. Just due to Paris draw, it's it's it's, a, it's juicy, an easier draw, and I just think he's at unders from where he can be. Now, there's also the chance that he regresses. I was about to say, you know? yeah, well, okay. So the fact that you say that in the same breath is probably the most concerning part because I think we're all aware well, that he Parramatta that has you. the potential to. Do a lot, but doesn't often achieve. He'll come out and score back to back one twenties, and then come out and put back to back thirties on the table. All right, so then you know, maybe the if you're considering Mitch Moses, go back, figure out where he historically scores well, and look at playing him maybe on those matchups. If you're looking to trade through it's a, a lot, stepping it's, stone, it's or it's just a lot of money. But the, does the, he come in a serious con- like for the, for the listener? Like I said, does, he's does in he my come si- in a serious contention for your hearts? He's in my side at the moment. Like I said, he wouldn't be in my side. If I wasn't seriously thinking about having it, all right. Well, we're, we're, he's we've a goal got, kicker. We've got Their one draws more. pretty easily. Um, he's he's desperate for some points, and I think him and Maddo are going back to their natural side. Have they not? I think towards the end of last so, year. Yeah, I think I think that didn't work last year for him. So him and Madison are back on their right hand side, which is better for them. So okay, okay, cool. Um, and Para are down for getting down the blocks quick. Now, for the Bunnies, he's hearing that maybe Lachlan Ilias, if he picks up the spot, is going to get the goal kicking. But, Con, you you think differently? No, he might kick for the first week or uh, first two weeks, but once Trell's back, I can see him walk, walk up start kicker. All right, so then Trell. Do you, oh, you seriously contemplate Trell? Cause absolutely. We, the Souths can definitely put on massive amounts of points and take a lot of shots at goal. With A-Ray now gone and Trell getting the kicking back, is Trell maybe a smoky halfback, well, a smoky fullback option now? Absolutely, I think. Well, in the games last year where they put racked up scores and stuff and Trell scored massive already, that was without the goal kicking. So, yeah. I can't see him Dropping. doing what Tommy did last year, but I definitely see an extra 15 points in him. Yeah, that's it. maybe even more. I mean, they they routinely put up scores over fifty last year, which is a lot of tries. It's a lot of kicks at goal. Well, just being just being that now they don't have an A ray there, they don't have to feed that side as much. It's just going to be that left hand thing that they constantly do and pull the winger in, bang AJ down the side. Like they've got that with Trell will be there. Yeah, bang bang bang. Like they, I worry about their seven not getting any ball at all. To be honest. All right, cool. No, he's just going to be a distributor for a long while. He's just going to go straighten up the line, hopefully draw in that one so, of those edge defenders and give Cody that space. That's his job. He doesn't have to do anything else. So the cheapy half is probably one to stay away from, sort of like Kyle Flanagan when he started with the Roosters. Oh, I think he'll be a slow burn. Yep. Okay, cool. Now, just quickly, can I take us off topic? I'll do this. Yeah, well, I mean, at least we got to the end of the topic, so yeah. Um, now, what... Warren McGoldrick, he's a massive part of the Supercoach live chat. Uh, it's, it's a big page on Facebook. Check it out, guys. The, uh, hold on, Supercoach live chat. That's the guys that will literally score it and tell you exactly what score is being given for what live game by game. 
for I think pretty much every game throughout the Supercoach season. Yeah, that Warren McGoldrick. Don't know. Think so. Hope so. Sorry, was hope it didn't offend. Yeah, I'm pretty but, sure um, it is. Was is just said. Can we have a Teddy and a Turbo debate? Pardon? Okay, we'll get to that in two seconds because we just got to do to Nath or Nah. So, well, I said Nah. The but you said Nath. What are you doing? Pardon? Well, I mean, look. If, I think if he's starting round one, he's not starting round one, bro. Then he's starting three or four. Yeah. So, well, that's at the moment. He's young. He can heal quickly. I know they're not going to risk him. It's four weeks away. But. So they still should know if he's three or four weeks away. I was about to say, the fact that they're calling it this far out. Well, wait, who called this? Uh, Wilfred. <coughs> I think. Don't know. Where, where do you get the information yeah, from? Has, has it been verified? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I think so. So much confidence. What? How, how, how do you how do you have this ability to go both ways? You know what I mean. <laughs> in, if, but in or, every or fully sentence, commit and then you just, at yeah, the end maybe. That's it. In, in every sentence you say, you're just like it's definitely this or not. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the beauty of birds. Uh, so what are you going to say? So you'll name on if he's in round two. For me, like I'm, I'm yeah, I'm getting Nath. I'll, I'll probably even so. go to round three because I think a trade's worth three hundred grand to me at the start of the year. For me, no. No, I think if if you're if you're seriously in contention, like if you're seriously a contender that that wants to go for overall, um, you you'll just have to maybe take the hit of Nafe because you get the two free looks anyway. You know what I mean? So you can you can already have cash generating towards oh, hope, Nafe. Hopefully, like and, hopefully and banking I mean, points rather than not banking points. Look, look okay. you make a good point. If he comes back round three or four, then yeah. Well, I found an article from three days ago. Um, Nathan Cleary has said he's desperate to get back. Previously tipped to miss the first fortnight of Penrith Premiership defence, but after holding up a training, his return day could well be brought forward. Okay, so yeah, for me, I reckon I'm going to Nathan. I reckon reckon it's still three or four weeks after. All right, well, look, mate, you, you take the gamble. For me, I can't, I don't think I'm going to be able to find the money without sacrificing two trades to do it. Um, well, how can you afford to get a knife? How can you afford to get a knife? You're running Luke I'm not Keary getting it. At the moment. Okay, okay. So, yes. Are you, are you going to talk about your other halves? Because well, I just thought, like, okay, if you're going to... Ask if, that question at the end. Okay, like, knife's there. We all know knife is the go-to. You but need to have knife. Hypothetically, right? you're not starting with knife because um, he's not starting. Who you but if you're going? But if you're going to look at halves to keep you in the hunt, and, and maybe you, this is where your secondary one will come into play a lot more, I think... DCE and Hughes are pretty much on par with their average and their money. Like, they're not going to go up too much. They, if anything, they might come down a little, depending on their draws. But I think they're at price of what they're at. You know what I mean? So they'll easily come in with whatever their average is of 70 or 60, high 60s. I think it's in mid-70s, though. So their average is priced at that. Whereas you've got blokes that are a bit underpriced, if you know what I mean. Like, a bit undervalued. Like, Mitch, Mitch Moses played... Out of position last year on the left, um, back on the right hand side with Maddo, should should find his points and back up. I think he was a bit dearer to start the year previous, so that that means he has taken a hit somewhere. You know what I mean? And that hopefully comes back to his game. If you can mix a Mitch Moses and a if uh, Toby Sexton does well over the first four or five weeks, 
you you half you nearly at knife. Two segments ago, you told me Toby Sexton was a no go. I just use it because he's written here. Pun it, yeah, I'm I know. Saying, but but like, like would you realistically go for someone no, at the price no, no. point of Toby, well, Toby well, Sexton? Or who if else I was you going, going pair, if I was going to pair him up, I'd probably pair him up with the South bloke, whoever got the seven at South. The slow burn seven that's going to do nothing but distribute. My worry, my worry with that is if you jump on Ilias, yeah, and that TAFE. tough, TAFE. Apple. <laughs> um, anyway If he does play fullback And he's played in the grand final as well now If he plays well There's half a chance he just slots in at seven And and you've wasted that Ilias trade Do you know what I mean? Alright So that that's something you've got to watch out for too That Or one of them just goes and plays 14 And it just ruins you So you've got to pick the right one there I think But if you pick the right two You can be at Nath in four weeks with points. All right. Who you else know? you got on there? But that's, that's a lot that has to go your way. That's what super coaches. Yeah, about. absolutely. A bit, you've got to pick your luck, you know. And, and let's face it, there's guys that do it. Yeah. You know, and it's a matter of us picking the right guys. Absolutely. To to, that's to, the chance of that. Are, yeah, exactly. Oh, no, so astronomical. Who, who, else, who else have you well, got? I've got? What are your other to, options? With Moses, I've got A-Ray in that tier just because he's up at Brisbane with a young side. Um do you think you can get try assists and line break assists and get like, enough to I'll, actually translate in a super coach now? I like their backs and he'll be goal kicking. So that that automatically will they'll score some tries this year. Could They're he become a smoky half this year in super coach, you reckon? I don't see him being an ace, but I can see him being just below a DCE. Alright. If you catch me drift. In, in even maybe spoke about in that tier. Um SJ's another one. What do you think of A Ray? I love it. <laughs> oh, you move on to the next dude and then ask him about the previous. Mate, no, I've media professional. A-Ray's never for me. He's, never he's, for you. But SJ, and I know you're an SJ fanboy. You love a bit of SJ in life. He's the dual position half as well, so he's got that benefit. You can run him and Kiri. Is as, someone you're looking at? As much as it pains me to say, no. SJ will not be making an appearance in my Supercoach team this year just because he's lost that yard of pace or a couple of yards of pace and... Those half line breaks that used to be tries are now half line breaks that don't result in much. He's got those big boppers and stuff around him, and he's got a bit of young talent around him, though. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I, I don't. Who's partnering SJ over there? That's I'd a million million question. Chanel Harris to beat her. You reckon? I think. Bergs, was, oh, Bergs wrote a Hooker's article talking about CHT going at nine. Is Bergs just. Line? No, no, no. I'd like to see it, see HT. At oh, you did. You did say that you. It, I, it's I, a big so hope for me. For me, yeah, that but, would like that would be perfect for me. Like, yeah, okay, if CHT okay. would play nine a million dollar Ash played six. I got, okay, so I got to. Well, CHT played nine a couple of times last year and did well. Gotta, tackles well. I got to edit your stuff, Con. Is CHT going to play number nine in New Zealand? I don't think so. No. Okay. Cool. cool. So, yeah. I, he, he, he very well could, but I think uh, Egan. We'll play nine. Man, have you had to cough for about an hour and a half, Con? Just, no. just give us a little one. <clears throat> Believe me, you do. Thank you. Um, okay, so what was that question you had to ask about Nathan? Told you to ask at the end? No, Teddy versus Turbo, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, that, that's the final question. Nathan, no. Oh, that's final. Yeah, that's it. Do you go Nathan or Turbo? But yeah. Okay. Teddy. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Or Turbo. The fans have asked live on Facebook, so we give the people what they want. Who's the affirmative? Who's the negative? So let's start with... I'll be pro-Teddy. You're pro-Teddy, so you're pro-Tommy Bergs. Duke it out. You go first. It's Tommy. He's he's not $1.3 million for nothing. Um, don't get me wrong, I see the value in a Teddy, but you got to remember last year, Teddy was doing it all by himself, so it was all Teddy. Whereas this year it could get shared around a little bit more. But also the focus from the defence is going to be not just zoned in on Teddy. They're going to have to be watching Kiri. They're going to have to be watching Young Swali. They're going to have to be watching Momorowski. There's a lot more threats now as well, which could help Teddy. Yeah, I know, but Tommy's just Tommy. Like, he's so good. Like, you know what? Imagine, imagine the team gets better around Tommy. Like what Teddy's got. Do you know what I mean? Like, if it, I know that the, I know Manly's a long way from the Roosters, but if that team can get a bit better, man, then Tommy's in with a shout. Like, you got to be, you got to be real. Like, I'm scared of not owning Tommy myself. I don't, I don't want to not own him, but I, in real, in realistic terms, I can't have him. He's way too much, and I can have other people. But yeah, I know I'm afraid Tommy. <laughs> Um, go Tommy. Uh, <laughs> look, but you know what? If you can, if you can, if you can find someone cheap enough to plant in with Tommy and still do a sixty job, Tommy, Tommy will probably outscore them other two on his certain games. What I've seen, Paps and Teddy. Yeah, yeah, it's a big call. Oh. He, was, he was averaging what at the end there, one fifty odd. Yeah, we averaged one forty three for the year. That's massive, mate. It is. Massive. And there was, what, how many 200 games in there? Two or three. Three. Three 200 games. Four. Five. Oh. Three hundred. Two, um, three, uh, three 200 games plus the fucking um, records. Like he's, he's got it, man. Like, and what's their draw? They've only got the two tough games to start with, and then it's... Sky's the limit for them. I think they take on the Roosters and then Rabbits, and then it's just away. Like yeah, they George, do. Penrith's knife hopefully is underdone. After but. the first two, it does open very widely for the Seagulls. But no, I just think Teddy will improve on his average from last year. He's been in that full-strength Roosters team, and I think Tommy will come back to the field a little bit, so the extra money you save going Teddy, I think, will... More than even itself out in the long run. Yeah, Jazzy, what do you think, Tommy or Teddy? Oh man, it's tough. If you look at it just on position, you'd say Tommy, but if you look at it as part of the fact that Teddy's part of the ceiling club, and the fact that he's probably underdone because of what happened last season with so many injuries. I think Teddy, from the value perspective to start the season, you've got to. 
I think it's crazy if you don't because we know he can hit 1.2, 1.3. He could get up to he could get up to Tommy. He really could, especially on the back of a solid Roosters attack. The other thing that could go the other way though is, you know, like is Teddy used a bit more as decoy, and he does, he's not actually going to pick it up. But I don't think so. He's he's a mad finisher, no. and he's captain in the side. Like you'd have to think that he's going to go crazy over there this year. He's had a brilliant last three years you longer know I mean? yeah, well yeah that's it because you guys were talking about him when you got me into it and i've been into it for three years and i mean first year i didn't know what you guys were talking about and then we I had sort that of slow saw, start well, yeah it was slow. he's still scoring 60s yeah but that's it it's only yeah. 60s in a ceiling position what are you talking about but yeah it weren't as high as it was last year either that's it but but 60s wasn't far off 90 when teddy was allowed to just play his game last year, he was doing well. He was looking nice at the start of the season. But then, I mean, losing Kiri was a massive thing. The combination between him and Kiri is huge. Um, having that back, like, Kiri's just got this amazing deep ball that he just throws, like, pretty much 90 degrees backwards, about 15, 20 metres, just with cutout accuracy and speed. And Teddy's just there. And then he can just, all of a sudden, Teddy's got 20 metres to play with. He can just pick a hole and get through it. It's amazing to watch. So, yeah, I'm... Uh, I'm thinking Teddy, man. Value, and he's got the ceiling to achieve. I think Turbo, if he can maintain that average, one, good on him, but two, I don't think he can maintain it for long. I think eventually he's bound to lose cash. If you play that game, if you take the risk, and he pulls out at 150 in the first two rounds, good on you. Like, 100%, good on you. But all you're going to do is pretty much stay stable. You're not going to gain any value out of Turbo. I think points to dollars ratio, Teddy comes out on top for me. Yeah, for sure. So there you go, buddy. Teddy versus Turbo debate. It wasn't as exciting as we thought it would be, but, I mean, it was good. Okay, I just want to throw some quick numbers at you for groups, uh, group codes. Uh, there's our group code, which is 790873. That is to get part of the Supercoach 360 overall group code. It's not a league, just so that's out there. You only get 10 groups, so pick them wisely. Uh, then there's the Podmasters group. Now, that's up against virtually every podcast in the business. Um, so anyone you virtually listen to should be in and around that group. And then you got the SC Hub, Supercoach Hub Boys. I think it's just right in SC Hub if they ask. But it's 630-934. Uh, that's the group code for there. And that's for some really good Supercoaches. So that'll really put you up to we'll show you where you're at if you join the hub one so that's it get on the discord especially with the supercoach hub boys they're, they're off the charts uh make sure you join supercoach live group on facebook if you want to stay really up to date uh and they're just they're a bunch of good blokes that definitely know supercoach inside and out so um if you want to get into the cashies make sure you hit up nrl sc tragics cashies on facebook broderick runs a tight ship uh, also, check out the Podmasters Cup. That's going to be absolutely insane this year. Kane and Adrianosaurus Rex, who both have pods of their own. Berks? Uh, Ado does. Kando just pretty much runs the... Oh, he runs the, the Podmasters. Yeah, he, yeah he, will, he was a massive part of getting us in. Like... Su- Supercoach by Adrianosaurus is Ado's podcast. Yeah. Get your head around that. He's a great bloke as well. 
Yeah, yeah, good podcast too. Plus, I think Glenno and that put one out, didn't they? Yes, the Supercoach Tragics put out their first podcast. You can find it on Spotify and wherever you get your You'll podcasts. You'll find our boy Timmy O on there. Now, if you are yeah. catching us on Facebook Live, uh, or if you usually listen on Apple Podcasts and you can't find it, yes, I'm aware of the issue. I'm trying to fix it. We've uh, changed providers over in the off-season, uh, and there's just an issue with our feed going to Apple. I'm working to rectify it, so... You can still find it on Spotify and everywhere else you find your podcasts, but for some reason, Apple is making things difficult. It's why I use Android. Um, I think we still got a couple of questions. Give me two seconds. Well, just while you're doing the questions, then, I'll um, do the shout-outs. Have you got the questions handy? Or? Yeah, 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 I've got them up oh, here. So, Brad Huxley, who's been very active in the group chat tonight. Uh, good on you, Brad. Hey, Brad. Say good day. Uh, he put a question in. He says, with Adam Elliott, who he's called the sheriff, now living in Canberra, uh, should he be worried about his girlfriend? Uh, the bloke has the biggest piece in the NRL. What's the <laughs> thoughts on banning her from going to GIO Stadium? Yep. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you've got much to worry about now. Millie Boyle will bash that fucker, eh? Oh, sorry. I don't think they're boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, they are. You, are they? Yeah, full Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure that they became official in the off season. That's right. Adam Elliott was the one caught um, with her in the restaurant, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I do believe they're actually together now. Yeah, they um, are. And yeah, that's the um, beat him, NRLW. Yeah, yeah. player. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's yeah, she's a menace. I wouldn't want to be on her wrong side. That's for sure. Yeah. Shout out to Millie, uh, Stephen Richards. First time, long time. Richie, get on Joey Manu, brother. That's it. <laughs> oh, so his, his question question is, okay, uh, so you guys have been going, oh, what, four shit. full years now? And shit, shit, shit. Do you have to say that into the microphone? Doesn't say anything else into the microphone, so yeah. you might as well get something in there. That's all right. <laughs> anyway, so you guys have been going for four full years now and still have to put up with Con and his bad advice. When are you going to boot that bum and get someone with more super coach sense, like maybe that brick out the front of Berg's house? <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's, co- it's coming, Richo. Don't worry, mate. You'll get your wish soon. We contemplated it over the off-season, but it turns out Berg's house needs all the bricks. It's crazy. Don't use them codes. Don't use them codes. Why? Because I've fucked up. They're wrong codes. They're private codes, aren't they? No, they're the wrong codes, yeah. And they're private codes. But, yeah, one of... Well, oh, have different... you just made editing work for me? Great. It's been an awesome show. Thanks, guys. I think we're going to have to get out of here. There are no more questions on there? But it, no, I don't think so, actually. Oh, Bergs, Bergs, Bergs. Why do people give me these things? Pardon? Yeah, you're a terrible person. You're right. I'll go back and put a beep over the codes. Oh, you make my life annoying. Anyway, that is pretty much us for the week. Look, Berg's already given up. Peace. Thank you very much for listening. He's hoping you got uh, everything you need to know about Supercoach from this week's episode. If not, make sure you tune in the Tragics podcast. Let's check out the Podmasters League. Um, Supercoach by Adrianosaurus. Otherwise, we will see you next week, Tuesday, 7.30 p.m. on Facebook Live. Thank you very much for listening. Stay coachy, coaches. See you, peeps.